This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How far back you and Hank originally go? Well, it really is, Bruce, to, uh, to know that a lot of Hall of Famers have passed away, to name a lot of guys, you know, like Lou Brock, and I was roommates at one time. And, of course, a lot of those individuals, Bob Gibson, passed away. But I guess when a guy that, uh, you know, you grew up with and you've been knowing for a long time, uh, it's, it's a little different. I remember when I was like 14 or 15 years old, when he played with the uh, Mobile Black Bears, he was a second baseman at the time. And, uh, of course, I went down to uh, see a baseball game because my brother was on the same team. My brother was a pitcher on the same team. And to see him playing second base and to uh, follow him through the years as a as an individual, to know what he's done and hit this historical 755 home runs to break an all-time record, which was held for many, many years. And it just, it just sad to... You know, to hear about the passing of this individual. I got a call yesterday morning about 9.30, which is a friend of mine and a friend of uh, Billy Aaron and Henry Aaron, and uh, he told me what had happened. Aaron went to sleep last night, and, of course, uh, Billy went in to try to wake him up this morning. He normally wake up about 9 o'clock, and she went in to uh, wake him up, and uh, bless God, he was gone. And I, I just heard, uh, uh, you know, when you think about that, you think about a little laughter to it, put a little laughter to it. Uh, Tom Lasada going to have a hell of an outfield up there. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that whole team. He's yeah, got he a, got he's a, got... He got enough. He don't need no more. <laughs> he don't need another outfield. <laughs> Agreed, and 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 no 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 lefty. He doesn't need a sweet swinging. No no no. You no. don't no. need a left-handed hitter. Yeah, he got <laughs> he got him up there. Yeah yeah. Uh, uh, you know, people say, uh, Billy, that that the sound uh, of the ball coming off Hank's bat. I remember Warren Spahn said he never heard anything like it in his life, and just 
the consistency with which Hank hammered the ball. Did you see that early on? I mean, you're talking about him at at, at age 14 playing second base and then going to the Indianapolis Clowns, eventually moved to the outfield. Did did you see him him hitting the ball that hard that early? Well, at that time, Craig, uh, we had a lot of good ball players, and and, uh, I often say Aaron was a – he wasn't a big standout when he played on this team because we had so many great ball players. He just got the opportunity to play. But there were several guys, there are a few guys, when the ball hit the bat, I recognized that when I saw him play in the major league, of course. There are several guys that uh, when the ball come off the bat, it's a different sound. And, uh, you know, Buck O'Neill tells a story, and everybody here that, uh, you know, he was outside of the fence, and he heard this guy looked in, hit, hitting the ball, hitting the ball, and he looked in, and it was uh, Babe Root, you know. And uh, same thing with Aaron. He was on the outside, and when this individual hit the ball, you could tell a different sound. And uh, that's what happened. When the ball come off the bat, you know, he was quick at the plate. And when the ball come off the bat, it was a different sound. Because, you know, he was a he was a line drive hitter, and, of course, it was a different sound when he hit that uh, ball out of the ballpark and it came back off of Kenny Holtzman on that no-hitter. Hmm. I know that. I could hear that from left field. <laughs> yeah, that was a special day. I'm Bruce Levine. Matt Spiegel, my co-host, were having the privilege to talk to Billy Williams about the life and times of Henry Aaron and talk a little bit about that play because we're talking about uh, the Kenny Holtzman no-hitter in 1969. And uh, take us through that uh, that sequence there where it appears that Aaron has hit a home run and how you position yourself, Billy, to uh, save that no-hitter and make that great catch. Yeah, well, it was, it was a day when the wind was blowing about, I guess, about 35 or 40 miles per hour. And we playing Atlanta Braves, and uh, Kenny Holtzman had a no-hitter going. And I guess this is about the sixth inning, and I forget what inning was in. But uh, I know that uh, Kenny had that no-hitter going, and uh, Kenny threw, uh, had a good breaking ball, I think it was. And Kenny threw Aaron a good breaking ball. And, of course, as I mentioned, the wind was blowing in about 35 miles per hour. And uh, I looked up, and I kind of gave up on the ball because I know when he hit the ball, it's out of the ballpark. When he get it good, because he's a line drive hitter. But this particular day, the ball was a little high. He got under it a little bit more. And the wind pushed it back in the ballpark. And I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it, and I almost gave up on it, but I stayed with the ball. And the only, the only reason I caught that ball is a little uh, the fence go around like going to the clubhouse, the visiting cl- the home clubhouse. There's a that that fence that goes around, and I got had to get up in that cranic to catch the ball from home plate. And I think I was looking mostly at the scoreboard when the ball came back in the ball pot. So mm-hmm. it was a it was a it was a hell of a thing. And then you look up and you see Henry Aaron coming around the first base and. You know, he kicking the dirt and say, "I thought I had it," and he was breaking up a no hitter, and uh, it was just a, it was just a, a different day that day. It was he, the team Atlanta hit a lot of hard balls, and uh, I guess when we got in the clubhouse, it was a big deal because we thought about the ball that was hit out the ballpark, but I think the last out was hit to Glenn Beckett. And Beck wasn't sure he got to catch the ball. He got kind of rubber legs. So when we got in the clubhouse, and uh, we started laughing about it. Hmm. 
Hey, 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 Billy, a lot, of, a lot of players, younger players, have talked about Hank being a mentor. But uh, I'm interested in, in, in these meetings that you guys used to have before spring training down in, in Alabama <laughs> where the Mobile players like Willie McCovey, Tommy Agee, Cleon Jones, you, I think your brother Franklin, right? Like uh-huh. uh, what, um, uh, what, would, would Hank, was Hank the leader of those meetings as he was talking to you? What, were the, what was he talking about when you guys would get together? Well, you know, it starts out like uh, about, I guess, about three weeks before spring training. We're all call around and get together at uh, at uh, Carver Stadium, and this was about a block from where uh, Aaron was raised up. And he had been in the major league for quite some time, about three or four years, I think. But we'll call around to guys in the minor league, and at that time, and uh, we, we 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 go out and hit. We take about. Two rounds of batting practice. We take some fly balls. We take some, you know, uh, uh, hitting, and then we'll uh, after the end we'll go sit in the stand and we'll just uh, have conversation about baseball, about pitching in the major league, and just about the whole rim of the game of baseball. How to play it, uh, what to do in different situations. Uh, most of all, we talk about talk about the pitching. And, you know, guys would sit there because Aaron had been in the major league for quite some time, so hmm. he had the floor. And I guess, you know, when you're young and see this individual had had the success he had in the big league, you know, throughout the minor league and the big league, you listen. And uh, the thing he talked about, a lot of times he got in the hit and stand behind the ball, uh, hitting the ball, they all feels. You know, he just – he just had a had a had a way of talking about the whole game of baseball, and I guess it worked out because a lot of guys that uh, he sat and talked to, a lot of that, a lot of those guys, you know, came behind him and made the big league and had some good years on a major league level. So we listened what he said. He talked about a lot of things about baseball, and all of a sudden we get a chance to play. And we tried to do it for others coming along. That's the voice of Billy Williams joining us on Inside the Clubhouse this Saturday morning. We're privileged to talk to Billy about the life and times of Henry Aaron, who passed away uh, yesterday at age uh, 86. Billy, uh, a different time, a different era. Fergie Jenkins was on uh, our station yesterday. He talked about uh, his relationship with... um, with Hank Aaron, but he talked about how most of it was when they both were in the Hall of Fame, like you uh, joined them in the Hall of Fame. Talk mm-hmm. about the pitcher, the pitcher hitter dynamic back then. I remember actually bringing Bob Gibson over to you during uh, spring training one year, and you guys didn't know each other all that well. Uh, explain that dynamic about how pitchers and, and hitters didn't talk. Well, <laughs> When you mentioned Bob Gibson, he didn't talk to his own players. You know, when he was on pitch that night, he didn't talk to his own players. And uh, I think at Ernest Field, I talked about Bob Gibson, and Ernie used to talk about all the time, say, Billy's going to hit a home run off you. And I say, don't make that sucker mad. He's mad already, you know. <laughs> but uh, pitchers, pitchers in, the, in the major league, uh, they never did have great friendship unless that guy was on his own team. Because most of all, when he's out there pitching, he's trying to get this guy out. 
you know, and it, and it, and it makes it tough to have that conversation. I remember one time, they, uh, the 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 rule they had, you know, that when you uh, visit another team or a team come to you, they had a fraternizing rule. They charge you fifty dollars every time you stand back there and talk to a guy too long, and that's the way it was in the fifties because. You know, there was a lot of sliding, breaking up double plays, knocking down. There was a lot of stuff. So you didn't want to uh, get in between that. You played the game as it should be played, and every phase of the game you played it hard. Hey, hey, hey Billy, he sat breaking ball his whole career, he said. Every at-bat of his life he sat on a breaking ball because you couldn't get a fastball by him. That's, <laughs> at, 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 that's special stuff. What made it so quick? Those wrists? That's, that's, that's why Henry Aaron hit 755 home runs. A lot of the players who have played Major League Baseball, they do it a little different way. Uh-huh. And I think Aaron did that because he was so quick, the timing, the precision timing at the plate. And he could wait on a breaking ball. And I've seen balls that, uh, you know, if he waiting on a breaking ball and the ball is inside, and he could still get to that baseball. And most of the individuals now, they hit off the fastball. And, uh, you know, if they're working on a breaking ball and they get the ball inside, I think they're going to get jammed. But Aaron was a different type of hitter. He was so quick at the plate, he stayed behind the ball. A lot of people say he hit off his front foot, you know, but he didn't. The ball was gone at the time. He stayed behind the ball. He was quick. And, uh, you know, he just got the bat head through the ball. He had strong wrists, strong hands and uh, precision timing. So that's what made him a good hitter. Billy, uh, when you, and, and again, uh, Matt and I really appreciate you joining us and, and taking the time out, and all the best to you and Shirley, and the best of health to everody in your family as well. During Thank, you. Times. Thank you. Thank uh, you. The last question I have for you is, when you, when you look at Aaron and you look at Mays and Clemente, because of the flair that you saw with Clemente and Mays, it seems like Aaron uh, took a back seat to them as far as publicity goes. Do you think it was just the small market of Milwaukee and Atlanta or the fact that uh, people just responded to Willie's uh, energy level, Clemente's energy level, and, and ignored the five-tool excellence of uh, Hank Aaron? Well, certainly when you're playing in New York, as a certain amount of... Uh sports writers, publicity that you get up there. That's why a lot of guys, when they uh, when they go into a different club, they want to go to New York because, uh, you know, the exposure they get in New York. And, of course, Aaron playing in uh, Milwaukee, which is not a, a big market. And, of course, Clemente uh, was playing in Pittsburgh. But I think uh, Henry, overall, People didn't recognize what he was doing until he got close to uh, 755 home runs. Uh, when he was first came in the league, when Bobby Thompson broke his ankle and he got a chance to play, and from that on he started hitting home runs. Not not open everybody's eyes, not open their eyes of hitting 50 home runs a year. That was always 40, 45 home runs a year. But the consistency of that. A lot of a lot of guys didn't recognize that as a player, as a, a base runner, a good base runner, as an outfielder, a good outfielder. But he did all these things with ease. You know, the, a lot of people didn't recognize what he was doing, but he knew what he was doing. He was playing the game as he know how, and and all of a sudden, 
you know, when he started getting the 75, 755 home runs, people started recognizing this guy. Say, he's a good baseball player. He does everything well. But, uh, you know, we begin to recognize him now, and when he's getting close to the 755 home run, and then that's when he got the exposure. Uh, I think he got more publicity after he got out of the game because people knew at that time what kind of baseball player he was. Not as a home run hitter, but they began to recognize everything he did as a baseball player. Good old number 26, Billy Williams. Hank was 44. Willie McCovey was 44. Reggie Jackson. Eric Davis. Would Anthony Rizzo have been able to wear 44 if you had your druthers, Billy Williams? Did, did you want to be it? Did you consider it at all? At one, at one time, yes. But uh, when, you, when you mentioned 44, uh, Aaron had a lot to do with that. It's a standard of a guy hitting home runs. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you always look at that and say, if I could get 44. But uh, here in Chicago, Yoshkawana, our, our equipment manager, had a different uh, 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 thing about that. You know, he had the, the outfielders win uh, from 20s, uh, catches, you know, single numbers, pitches, 10 to 25 or something like that, 20. But Yoshkawana mm-hmm. uh, had, had, had a set of rules that he wanted to do in Chicago. And you got the number that Yosh wanted to give you. He had catches, different numbers. He had pitches, different numbers. He had outfielders, different numbers. And, and that's what you got. Of course, if I got it, if I could have got it, I surely would have because it was a standard of, you know, guys that drive the ball, hit the ball out the ballpark. Was and I know a, Willie McCovey, you know, yeah. being from uh, Mobile, I know he asked the Giants for it, and the Giants gave it to him. Yeah. Wes, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us so much. Uh, all the best to you. Let's hope uh, baseball is normalized in 2021. We can – once again, sit in the dugout, meet before games, and uh, enjoy the conversation and watch Major League Baseball with all the other fans. Thanks so much. Well, well we say I hope so, Bruce. We want to get through this uh, uh, coronavirus and get back to normal life. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be normal like it was, but get back to kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of close to what we've been going through. And baseball has bought a. A lot of laughter to people. Let's get back to do it in April. Sounds you good. Bet, Billy. Thank you so much, Matt, and I really appreciate it. Our, uh, our love extends out to Shirley and you and your family. Thanks once again for joining us on Inside the Clubhouse. Thank you, Matt and Bruce. You guys have a nice day. Nice chatting with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 